Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of the Quack Report. My name's Carter. I'm joined by Nate. We don't have Ducks hockey to talk about. We got one thing that is Ducks related uh, on this episode, but we're going to be breaking down. It's going to be a good time. Sorry, you just said that. that's <laughs> almost a trigger word for me now. Bullshit. After after the game five stream that we had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I use that word quite a bit along with an, another word that starts with F. Uh, yeah, quite a bit during that, but we, we, we'll get into that kind of stuff, uh, that, that kind of stuff later, but I guess, yeah, nobody's really heard from us, I guess, since that stream, have they? Because the last episode that, that we did of it, this yeah. would have been the day before that game. Yeah. And then that was, yeah, that stream was on a Thursday. So now, yeah, now we're at Wednesday or Thursday, so, if you're listening to the yeah, audio recording of this, but yeah. So, um, yeah. first of all, though, before we, we kind of get into things here, just want to say uh, a big thank you to everybody that tuned in to the uh, watch alongs. Uh, there were a ton of fun. Uh, we got some super good engagement, especially in game five. We got like oh, upwards yeah. of like, I think 130 ish was kind of how what we were doing for the third period uh, viewers. I was see. I think I saw like 150 at a point. So. I, I think we definitely hit that. Yeah. yeah. It was it was kind of consistently 130 for the last little bit there, which was awesome. It was, it, it was mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it, it's because of you guys that um, you made it, you know, possible and that much fun. So, uh, big shout out to the regulars um, on our live streams and um, you know viewers of the uh, the watchalongs there and uh, Ali and Lauren. You guys were fantastic. Uh, Kevin, who usually just I think listens to the um, recorded version doesn't really tune into the videos which is totally fine uh he was on a couple uh watch longs there so mm-hmm. uh, shout out to kevin yeah you guys and everybody else that i, I might have missed as well i apologize but those are just the three that like stood out to me so yeah big shout yeah. out to you guys just wanted and to say uh that. yeah and i i, I was it's, that's great that you did that because i was actually thinking about that i'm like we got to thank uh <laughs> all these people that that tuned in or that um the last time i saw which was like i think the morning after so Numbers might have tweaked a little bit more even since then, um, but what we did, we did uh, game one, two, four, and five. Yeah, and at the time, those combined for around twenty thousand views. Shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, like, obviously you're going to have some overlap with, like, certain people or that kind of thing across those. Mm -hmm. But that's, like, 20,000 different people almost, like, tuned in to watch with us. That's Mm -hmm. ridiculous, I think. Yeah. But in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, By the way, I'm sorry about the air horn sound effect. effect. I don't know if that's, like, you, you know traumatizing to you now no it's not the, the, the games two four and five <laughs> yeah no it's, it's all good man don't worry okay. about it that, that's not traumatizing to me that's not traumatizing to sounds me, good so. okay um yeah that's uh yeah again it, it was just a lot of fun to do those uh, undecided if i'll you know carry on and do some for the edmonton colorado series, i think you gotta uh, i'll get one in there for sure yeah so i uh, just don't know when it is but um and, and i'll and i'll join for a period like i did the la series and i'll and i'll rock the abs there yeah our our boy josh manson so yeah i uh i, I will say um don't get me wrong i'm like i love manson and i'm not trying to be biased there um and from what i've seen earlier in this, the playoffs he's been phenomenal but he had a rough game one he was minus four like on the ice for obviously four goals like i don't think he was on for any um like goals four for uh colorado there so yeah he, he, he I, I don't know like some of it was just kind of wrong place wrong time but there was also a couple yeah. defensive lapses he, he made some good hits which is obviously what they kind of brought him in for but um yeah even though i'm cheering for edmonton i, I do want to see josh manson do some good things so but he's had a good playoff so far he had a game winner in the um that was the Nashville Colorado series, I believe. Uh, overtime I winner, right? Think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, I'm genuinely curious if anybody was a positive in that game of plus minus. I'm actually curious. I'm, I'm gonna and I'm taking a look right now. I know for a fact Brett Kulak was because there was a post on Reddit there uh, about him. But yeah, I don't know about anyone else. Uh. Yeah, that's the only one I'm seeing for Edmonton. And then let's oh, wow. see if we can take a look at Colorado. I, I um, bet McCarr is a plus. Dude had three points. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. oh, holy shit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> there's actually quite a, there's quite a few actually for the Avalanche. I thought like with the score being a lot closer than it was, I didn't think it would be uh, this wide. But Cogliano was a plus one. Nichushkin was a plus one. O'Connor, McKinnon. Darren Helm, shout out to our boy from Medicine Hat. Uh, Landeskog, who I honestly forgot that he was back, even. <laughs> uh, Bowen Byram, and then you get uh, Johnson was a plus two. And then Devin Taves and Kale McCarr were both plus threes. Damn, yeah. I, I mean, they, they fucking shut down that top line. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, along with, you know, McKinnon and... Um, Whoever else is on his wing, I think Nikush, Nikushkin, and I Nikushkin, yeah, Nikushkin. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I know that's wrong, but um, but yeah, not the they, only they one who's dominant. been fudging up his name. I saw uh, when I tuned in for the game last night. Uh, I was watching like the uh, like Steve Dangles watch along, yeah. And unlike the THPN one, Sportsnet has the rights, so they were able to show the game at the same time, right? And, and yeah. he was fudging the name up too <laughs> quite a bit. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I see Ali's comment here. Don't be a Manson hater, Carter. It's not allowed. <laughs> I said I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying he just had a rough night. It happens. No, I, I, I'm scared now because, like, he's not going to have another rough night, I bet. And he's going to probably put together a solid game, too, which yeah, for um, him means crushing necks and yeah, stuff, probably. Uh, speaking of uh, rough nights, we, we are recording this live, 
and uh, I have yeah. the New York Tampa game up right now. Mm-hmm. Vasilevsky is having a rough night. That's not a sentence you normally hear. Uh, yeah. Sammy Panarin just put the fifth goal in for New Ooh, York. Damn. At the start of the third period. <laughs> damn, people, <man. laughs> people were joking that like the 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 game last night had a total of 14 goals, right? Um, and people yeah. were saying like that's probably in that game that's going to be the same or more goals than the entire Eastern Conference Final. And now we're yeah. already at, what, seven goals in that one? Uh, yeah, it's 5-2 now. 5-2 now. Yeah, so we could be in for some high-scoring conference finals on both sides, not just in the West. I feel like Vasilevsky's going to have the one game, and then he's going to be like, okay, yeah. no, I had my night off. Let's four go in four straight. <laughs> four back-to-back shutouts like, yeah. to, to close out the series. And like for any other goal, you would say that, and it's like, oh, yeah, like you know that's not going to happen. But like for Vasilevsky, there's a small part of you that goes, it's possible. Yeah. It's totally possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, man, you just can't, like, assume that Vasilevsky's going to have, like, bad nights. Like, no. even if even if he sucked for a whole month, I would, like, every night, I'd be like, oh, he's going to, like, probably post Tonight's the night he bounces game. back. Tonight's the night he bounces back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, eventually you'll be right, and then he'll just be, like, God tier again for the yeah. rest of the season <laughs> or whatever. Uh, yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, I mean, we kind of kind of already have dove into the Stanley Cup playoffs. So do you want to, you know, slam on the e brake and pop this baby in reverse and catch us some Ducks news? Or we can, and I'll add a little quick thing to it. Uh, okay. I know Carter that you walked the stage for your first degree today. Yeah, that, uh, you you completed. I guess we both completed at uh, the very start of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and you're walking the stage again for your second degree, right? Yeah. Um, on Friday. So, congrats to you. Ah, thanks, dude. Um. So yes, you, you can give yourself the the, the clap. Oh, okay. Down because oh. you still haven't given me the keyboard sound. No. <laughs> but how many weeks now, dude? <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I literally thought about it. Like, uh, what time is it? Yeah, like an hour ago. I was like, oh, I should send that to Nate. And then I got distracted and did something else. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I totally forgot. Thank you, Ali. No worries. No Thank worries. You. I'll I'll get it soon enough. I'll get it soon enough. Don't worry. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now, do you want to get into uh, some Ducks yeah, news let's do here? It. Let's okay. Do it. Cool. What are you drinking there? Um. It is a. Uh, oh. Uh, Slurpee. I was like, what? What is this called? Nice. <laughs> a Slurpee that I got couple hours ago so it's it's at that like weird stage where it's kind of just like ice soup yeah it, it's just ice and the liquid yeah yeah but it's like so. a block of ice there uh it's just after that stage where it's oh, okay. like the okay it, where, it's trying to break yeah. down again yeah 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 exactly gotcha so gotcha. yeah it's a it's it's a large my, my girlfriend was like do you want me to bring home slurp uh slurpees and i was like oh sure and then i was it was a large. I was like, this is a lot. <laughs> so I've been, <laughs> I've been nursing it, but I also haven't peed since I started drinking it. So when we take a break, I... Oh, God. You're, yeah, I was going to say, you're going to have to run like midway through. I'm going to have to carry the, the show for a moment because you're going to be in there for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not stopping. The, the bathroom is like right across from my office. So you'll be talking and it'll just sound like somebody's got the faucet on like <laughs> for two minutes. <laughs> He's going to throw me on the speakers instead of your headphones and you'll just yell from the other room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so what did you think about the Kale McCarr goal? I thought it was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> to quote Nate, it was fucking bullshit. <laughs> Uh, I appreciate how far away you moved from the microphone. Yeah, <laughs> right, I, I knew it. I was going to be yelling for that one yeah. for a bit. <laughs> that is that is how it would go. So. But also, you're going to be in a different room, so I so I, yeah. I just had to prepare the people for what it's going to sound like here in a few minutes. Yeah, exactly. You're you're painting a picture with your voice. Exactly. It's, it's a true art, right there. <laughs> uh, oh. All right, Nate. I have no idea who this player is and where he came from. So. Take it away. <laughs> so I didn't have any idea either until the Ducks announced today that they had signed left winger Pavel Regenda uh, to a two-year entry-level deal beginning uh, next season, the 22-23 season. So Regenda, who is 22 years old, um, helped Slovakia to a bronze medal at the 22 Olympic Winter Games this year in Beijing. Uh, scored four points. Had was a plus five, pretty good, and only six penalty minutes. Not bad for a, for a tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, he typically plays over in the Slovakian extra liga. There, uh, he led all players twenty two and younger with thirty nine points in forty three games this season. Damn, nice. Not bad, not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was second in points, goals, and assists for his team. I'm not even going to bother to try to pronounce it because I am not Slovakian <laughs> whatsoever. Fair enough. So somebody can try, send me the pronunciation, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so he's appeared now in a total of 93 car- uh, career extra league games uh, from 2020 to 2022, where he scored 64 points, uh, a plus 20 rating, and 119 penalty minutes which is not bad, but he's also got 13 points in 18 playoff games. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, I'd say so. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. So, yeah, a guy that's able to to score and, uh, you know, definitely help his his teammates get on the board and that sort of thing. And, uh, you know, it, the, the left wing is somewhere we could use a little bit more depth. So, and, you know, this isn't a guy that we drafted or anything like that, so that's why it's a two-year entry-level deal compared to the three that draft picks normally get. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy was a, a free agent. So, and, uh, but yeah, he's also represented uh, Slovakia for the 2022 World Championship this season, where he led Slovakia with five goals and uh, was tied in ranking for second in scoring, uh, six points in eight games. Uh, he also appeared at the 2019 World Juniors and the 2017 U18 World Championships. So, yeah. Nice. So a guy that's uh, maybe a bit more known in the the national circles and uh, back home for him in uh, in Slovakia there, but mm-hmm. uh, who knows? Maybe a guy that uh, Anaheim Ducks fans will uh, get to see a little bit more coming up this season. So we'll have to we'll have to you got to tune in to find out. <laughs> yeah, uh, you said he's twenty two, right? Yes, correct. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, born nineteen ninety nine, July twelfth. Okay. Yes. Cool. Oh, so 23 by next season. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, could uh, could just be a guy that kind of flew under the radar and will kind of take off as he enters his prime. I, I mean, I wouldn't expect him to be like a top six guy. You, you never yeah. know, right, who he's going to have chemistry with. But, um, yeah, could potentially be a, a good depth piece for the Ducks. So, Yeah, it'll be good. At so. worst, he he just lights up the, uh, the gulls down in San Diego there. Yeah, exactly. So... Or light, lights it up for them. We don't want him lighting up the goals. 
Yes. Scoring on his own team. We don't want to do that. (laughs) Actually, Ali just said the same thing here. Uh, He's going to the Gulls. That'll be cool to see him next season. Yeah. So you can. uh, Well, actually, that says he's he's going to the Gills. But she. Ah, okay, there's Don't the worry. correction. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I guess uh, you San can uh, keep Gills. us updated there on uh, on what Regenda does down with the Gills. So. <laughs> See, San, San Jose has the Barracuda. San Diego has the Gills of the Barracuda. Without us, San Jose doesn't live. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I totally forgot that the World Championships just ended as well. Um, and yeah. there's a couple ducks playing in that from what I remember. I'll, I'll probably miss some because I'm not going to click through every team here and, mm. and see. But uh, Vinny Letary was on Team USA, played 10 games, no points, but four penalty minutes um, and a minus one. So, I mean, not super productive, but also didn't, you know, bleed a bunch of chances. So just, uh, I, I think that was the only guy on Team USA there. Um Team Canada, I know Comtois was on that team. Um, I feel like somebody else was, but I can't remember. Uh, I really didn't pay a whole lot of attention to the yeah. World Championship this year. I normally do pay a bit more, but I don't know, man. I was I, I, Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of happy we're at the conference finals at this point because I'm actually starting to get a little burned out with hockey. I love uh, it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. and It's not like my joy is going down, but I'm just like, Man, okay, I've actually engrossed like en- engrossed myself so much into this. Like, I, I kind of need a bit of a break here. Mm-hmm. I feel so. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But so, um, yeah, Comtois played ten games for Team Canada, uh, three goals, four assists for seven points, uh, plus four a game winning goal there um, as well. I I think that was in the bronze medal or not the bronze, sorry, the the semifinal um, matchup. He. Is, is when his game-winning goal was, if I remember correctly. Again, I didn't follow it a you're, whole I think lot. You're right, yeah. Um, but he also gooned it up with a total of 29 penalty minutes in 10 games. Dude, so, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, see, he would have had a fight or a major in there as well um, if because it's an odd number. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Comtois. Come on, man. Figure it out. <laughs> Max, calm her down, dude. Yeah. Calm, calm down, man. Calm down, Comtois. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yes. Thanks for the reminder here, Ali. Uh, she says, happy Dostal was on the winning team. Sad he was hurt and couldn't play since he was brought to Oh, yeah, starter. you're right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Finland uh, beat Canada in the gold medal. I think 3-2 was the final score. Um, uh, in overtime, correctly. yeah. Yeah. Or 4-3. I don't remember now. I think it's one goal game in overtime. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, as opposed to Canadians a two-goal game sad. in overtime. Yeah, Can- Canadians were sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jeez. New York with six now. They just scored on the power play. Damn. Um, oh, they don't even have uh, Dostal listed here. Oh, they don't? No. Unfortunate. Um, I don't, so I don't even know if you played in any games. So uh, Ali Follow and keeping us updated on the World Championship. There you go. 4-3. It was 4-3, yeah. <laughs> and people were saying it was a bad ref call too. I heard that as well, but because I didn't follow the tournament, I obviously didn't get invested. In mm-hmm. it, so um, I'm just going to check Team Sweden to see if we had anyone play on there because I know we got quite a few Swedes, but I don't think so. Yeah, no. Um, and then I, I don't think we would have anybody on any other rosters. Yeah, probably not. So yeah, I think ju- I think it was just Comtois and 
Letaria that played in the World Championship. And Comtrod had a pretty uh, solid one. Oh, no, they have Dostal on, um, on Czechia. All right. You check that out. And uh, in the meantime... One I... game played, 18 shots I... against. It doesn't have... Why do you have points, penalty minutes, game-winning goals, power play goals, and shorthanded goals for a goalie? Give me the, give me the other <laughs> stats here. <laughs> That's dumb. Was it Czechia in the final? I thought it was Finland. No, it was Finland. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, it was, it was Finland and Canada. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Well, we'll leave it at those two. I mean, Comtois and Letary and everyone else we talked about. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, good to see Comtois have seemingly a pretty uh, pretty good tournament, seven points in 10 games. Hopefully, that gives him a little more confidence going into next season and um, he can mm-hmm. pump some numbers there. Yeah, it'd definitely be nice to see uh, Comtois kind of return next season, right, compared to what we saw this mm-hmm. season. So I, I, I'm still holding out hope for the guy. So he's shown that yeah. he can be good and everything like that, right? And yeah, in a season where the Ducks were better, he kind of slacked off for some reason. So yeah, I, like I said earlier, when he um, they confirmed that he was going to be out for what was it like six or eight weeks with a hand mm-hmm. injury, I, I think it was something he was playing through, and obviously wasn't at a hundred percent. That that's at least what I <laughs> tell myself there. <laughs> and then by the time he came back, he was just kind of so far behind. The yeah. rest of the guys that it was like hard to you know get into the games, and I think to start the season as well. I think I remember. I mean, like this was months ago now, but I think I remember rumors of him like not quite being in shape for training camp, and that kind of set him back too. Yeah, yeah. so he kind of had to do everything really quickly. So hopefully, this summer's a lot better for him in general. So, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, playing in this tournament will at least help to keep you in shape for a little bit, or maybe. Yeah. I don't want to say give you a, a bit start because it's like the end of the season, right? But yeah. like. You're not like, quote, slacking off for as long as the guys that aren't playing in the tournament. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Do you want to get into the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs now? Yeah, I do because I I did pull up. So for this first series that I want to like quickly round up for the for the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, okay, I don't really have anything here, but there was something that came out yesterday. So let's get into Colorado St. Louis. Oh yeah. Um, is this this Bennington interview? Yes, it is. <laughs> so the the note I have here, I thought I was being funny. Colorado gives the blues the blues. Hilarious. But uh man, Bennington just seeing red constantly. Yeah, right. Uh so <laughs> well, excuse me. Um my throat is still trying to recover from refing 10 games this weekend. So, uh, I actually had to take the day off yesterday. I woke up. Oh, you did? <laughs> uh, and, and how I described it to my boss when I texted saying I wasn't coming in was that it felt like my throat had been used as like a cat, like a cat tree, like a cat scratching pole, whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. That's the worst my throat has ever felt. It was, it was brutal. Damn. Yeah. When so, I talked to you on Monday, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was rough. It was rough so. Yeah. And, and it got worse. So I genuinely like, I woke up, tried to talk and, nope it, it wasn't happening and like i didn't talk until like seven last night pretty much so damn should have done the podcast last night <laughs> yeah exa- oh man that would have been rough let me tell you like, yeah, th- you like just, this like, sounds here and I, I can just talk and you can give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like interviewing a mascot <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so i guess uh bennington had tried to <laughs> 
quote, tried mm-hmm. to explain on Tuesday why he threw a water bottle at uh, Nazem Kadri after game three, um, which is like the first time that he's like actually addressed it. Um, yeah. So he said here, quote, couldn't find a recycling bin on my way down the hallway. Right before I walked into the locker room, I see him doing an interview there, smiling, laughing, and I'm there in a knee brace limping down the hallway. I just felt like it was a God-given opportunity. I could just stay silent and go in the room or say something and have him look at uh, look me in the eye and understand what's going on, something to think about. I threw the water bottle, an empty water bottle. It landed like two feet from him. It is what it is. It's hockey. It's a competitive game. Jordan, just to let you know, buddy, the game was done. He was doing an interview. That's not hockey. That's child's play. Yeah. That's like shit I did in It's a God-given opportunity? What the fuck, dude? Yeah. No, like, honestly, that's shit I did in middle school. Like, like not even, like, out, like in gym class or whatever, where it was like, oh, man, that was like... Oh, like my team lost whatever sport we were playing. So I just like yeah. chucked a plastic water bottle at a friend to be like, hey, fuck you, you know? Yeah. It, it, it was like shit that I would just like do. Like, oh, the recycling's like way over there. I don't want to do it. So I'm just going to like wait till the teacher turns around and just like launch a plastic water bottle at my friend because it's funny. Yeah, like, exactly. And like- <laughs> you, this is a grown ass man doing this as like a like a, a way of you know sending a message like what that's <laughs> stupid <laughs> uh I, I saw a comment to this as well that said clearly he hasn't even looked at the uh at, at the tapes still to see that it was not intentional whatsoever yeah like what <laughs> like we, we we talked about this guy before right and like him you know taking swings at people and you know like looking for a fight and then letting his teammates clean up his mess while he gets sent off the ice, right? Like, mm-hmm. somebody needs to give this guy the fight that he's looking for, and it's not going to last long. This guy's going to get yeah. his ass kicked, and the hockey world is going to laugh at him. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I, I remember, like, even just joking on the show, like, I think it was when, uh, oh, was that with Dubnik last year? I forget. There was There was one instance of it, though. And I made the joke of, you know, Anaheim, you guys can bring me on. We'll, we'll go through to the emergency backup role. Uh, I'm 5'7", 230. I'll go out there and fight him. I got no skin in this game, but he wants a fight. Yeah. Somebody needs to give it to him so that he'll shut the fuck up <laughs> and quit acting like such a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly. Dude, I, it doesn't even have to be a goalie. Like, just... Let a let a player somebody just give clock, him one. Somebody clock him. Yeah. Honestly, even just like rifle a puck at his head. Don't don't try for the net. Uh, like this. See previous comment. Nate wants to fight. I remember <laughs> seeing that earlier. I don't remember the context, but yeah, you're you're just in a fighting mood today. Apparently. Oh no, it's it's not it's it's not even just for that. It was just more like oh yeah, like I remember saying this, but I mean like like somebody's just got to give this to him, mm-hmm. right? Like just so that he shuts up. Like, yeah. God, this guy like. I I don't really have a better like term or anything of that than a bitch, honestly. <laughs> like Yeah. Like that's just I, I don't know, man. No offense like, to all the bitches out there, by yeah, the way. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Shout out to all the female dogs out there that are obviously listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, can I get a woof woof? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, right. But like right before I walked into the locker room, I see him doing an interview there, smiling, laughing. And I'm there how in a dare knee brace limping fun. down the hallway. Yeah. How dare he have fun? What if, you know, he, he wasn't even started the interview yet. What if some reporter was just like, hey, Nazem, I got a great joke for you here. You want to hear it? And he's laughing at the joke. Yeah. Uh, totally understandable because um, <laughs> Biz was doing the interview um, as oh, well. Oh, yeah. 100%, yeah. Biz so, has like, funny shit all the time. Yeah. He says, yeah. So, like, probably, like, even, you know, funnier and dumber shit, like, off air before the interview yeah. starts, too. So Biz made some joke about Wayne Gretzky and Nazem Kadri's laughing at it. And Bennington's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <was a> water <laughs> bottle. <laughs> Like, geez, man. Like, it's just... The, the line that still kills me, though, is that I just felt like it was a God-given opportunity. Dude, everyone's yeah. been given a God-given opportunity to clock you. <laughs> and you're lucky it hasn't happened yet. Like... Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah, no, that's... I, I, I don't understand it. I, I really don't. I, I, don't I have no either. words. <laughs> he's just he's childish someone mm. needs to put it in his head that he needs to actually grow up here yeah and also just i just want to say i'm all for saying fuck nazim kadri as well like i'm th there's very few times that i have respect for him as a hockey player so like, as, as okay i'm just gonna just just because we might have some people who take this the wrong way i understand mm. what you're saying but yeah as, as a hockey player as a hockey yeah, yeah. player, right? Not as yeah, yeah. a human being. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm sure just he's after the great whole thing we had being. last week, right? Like just yeah, yeah, just yeah. As, as a hockey player, right? And, and yeah. like it's, it's the same kind of thing for me and Brad Marchand, right? Like I know off the ice, like from from what I've heard and what I gather, he, he's an awesome dude and everything like that, right? On the ice, he's he's a piece of shit, 100. Mm -hmm. percent Yeah. <laughs> so, but just before people get that confused because somebody might take that the wrong way, and yeah, I, good call. Yeah. So. <laughs> But, so, uh, yeah. so I'm all for, you know, fuck Nazem Kadri, the hockey player, but he's not at fault. Like, no, he's not at all. Even, even if I watched that with like the heaviest, I, I, what's the opposite of rose colored glasses? Like uh, red colored glasses. Like, I mean, rose anger, is supposed to be kind of red, uh, yeah. like blue glasses. I don't know. Yeah, Sure. <laughs> Hopefully you get what I'm Sky glasses. Say. Yeah. <laughs> like, e even if I'm, I watch that clip with like the biggest, like, this is 100% Nazim Kadri's fault vibes, like trying to convince myself. I still yeah. don't see that as like an, an option. Like, there is in no world is that Nazim Kadri's fault. He's going no, for a 100%. loose puck that's sitting at the hash marks yeah. and then slides Dude. into Bennington. <laughs> After I, getting I, taken down by yeah. the Blues defender. Like, I, I don't get it. I watched it twice. That's all it took, twice. And I was like, yeah, it's not his fault. The defenseman comes in, hits him, and he hits himself. Or he, then he, like, hits him into Bennington, who, yes, as a goalie, is his job to stop the puck, right? I'm not telling him to just stand or, like, to, to stay kneeling where he was in the butterfly. But if he just stays where he was... There's no contact. Yeah. Right. It, it's all incidental. Yeah. You, I don't like, I, I don't think you could like something else we're going to talk about later. I don't think you can plan to do that. 
when two like three people are completely in different locations and they happen to converge and there you go right like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah but so i mean just to kind of talk about this series and wrap it up as a whole um fuck jordan binnington glad that he's out of the playoffs um <laughs> and you know colorado won and now we get probably the most anticipated western conference final out of the possibilities like yeah calgary st louis meh edmonton st louis meh calgary colorado okay that that would be fun edmonton colorado okay now we're talking and we saw it last night which i think i think a lot of people later but i think a lot of people wanted a rematch from 2019 that's true too yeah right for colorado and calgary and also like them being like the yeah like the leaders for each division the top teams yeah and both teams were preparing to play each other in these playoffs yeah. Now Colorado's got to go, wait a second. Okay, we're not playing Calgary. We're playing Edmonton, which, like, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that's it's not like they were not looking at any Edmonton tape whatsoever. Yeah, right. But it's like, oh, yeah, we're, we're like, we're ready to play Calgary. We're ready, we're ready to play Calgary, right? And then just, oh, we're playing, we're playing McDavid and the Oilers? Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, fix this, fix this, fix this, get rid of that. Uh, yeah. Okay. We got some homework to do, you guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, they're, they're two totally different teams, Calgary and Edmonton. Like, yeah. One is a def- defense first Sutter team, and one is like, fuck defense. Let's go <laughs> high flying offense. You score seven Pretty goals much. a game, you should win. Well, you won't, maybe, but like, you should. <laughs> I guess six. It was six. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, ever, everyone expected Colorado to come out of that series, and oh, that's yeah, exactly 100%. what happened. So yeah. no surprises. No. Really. Um, I'm going to jump over to the East for a second here sure. because I feel like Calgary Edmonton is going to be a bit of a longer discussion. Oh yeah. I think so. Uh, just, just for one specific thing and we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, Tampa, Florida, the note I had from last week was, will they do the sweep? Uh, this week I just have lol. They swept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I feel like the worst part about it is like, normally, you know, you take a look like, Wow, you got swept in the second round. Like, what the hell happened to the goaltending? Nothing happened to the goaltending, actually. Orozki was great. No. The, the rest of the team in front of him just decided, yeah, we're going to stop playing hockey suddenly. The top scoring team in the NHL decided we're going to stop scoring. Yeah, I, I think because... Like, I mean, it like, like, definitely like one or two games was Vasilevsky being Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. But the other ones were just like, yeah, they just stopped. Yeah, I think because Florida like never really had won a playoff series before. Everybody they got on the, to the team second round and they're like, "Fuck, what do we do with this?" Yeah, everyone on the team had you know tea times booked for the end of when round one would have yeah for when round one would have been done. Um, and then somehow they won the series and then they're like, "Oh shit, well now we got to move our tea times." Like, that's, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I was supposed to go and play like whatever the course is that they play the Masters on. At, I don't give a Augusta. shit. Augusta. So. Sure, thank you. Uh, I, you could have, you could have literally just said the first like, uh, I think Roman God that came to mind, and I would have been like, yeah, that's 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 exactly what it was. Thank you. <laughs> no, I would have no idea. But okay, you, uh, do you remember the uh, you remember the Adam West Batman movie, right? Uh, what? Or at which least, one? Okay, at I least mean, the at least the scene where Batman is running around with a bomb at the docks. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the Florida Panthers when they got to the second round. What do we do with this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing Tampa in the second round. A lot of people thought that 
like it was like a 50 50 on that they would get there. It was either okay, they're going to be too tired, or they're the back to back defending Stanley Cup champions. They know how to do this. Mm-hmm. What do we do with this? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to find somewhere to put it. Yeah, and they, they I, and they just couldn't. So the the bomb blew mm-hmm. up in their face, and uh, yeah, they got swept in the second round. Yeah, I mean Yikes. the thing with this series because you're right too. It was a bunch of close games, like you know, a couple bounces one way or the other. This series could have went to seven games. Like they were all close games. It's not like Tam. It, it wasn't like the Colorado Nashville sweep, right? Where it's like mm-hmm. okay, one team is clearly better than the other, yeah. and they're, they're just fucking around at this point. Like Tampa Bay still had to work for that. But oh yeah, um, you know, if Tampa Bay took a few minutes off, Florida probably would have capitalized and taken a couple games, and we we might not be talking about it. So if Florida can keep the majority of the team together next year, I, I think they got a pretty good chance of winning a, a, a couple more playoff series. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, let's hope because they don't have any more first round picks. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, sorry, breaking news here. Uh huh. Uh, Owen uh, Olin Zellweger has won the Bill Hunter Memorial Trophy for WHL Defenseman of the Year. Hell yeah! That's awesome. That's all no, I got. Not surprising, you. dude. Was yeah, no, crazy. So ridiculous yeah. play this season. So I'm excited for that kid to join. Yeah, wasn't he like top ten in points or something like among everybody and like like top ten or top fifteen for the WHL? It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. like like even among forwards, which is unheard. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, not not surprising at all that he won best defenseman. Yeah, um, not at all. Let's uh, uh, how are we doing for time? Let's talk uh, Carolina, New York, and then we'll we'll take our break here. Um, so in that one, that was a, a homer series until game seven, where yeah, pretty much <laughs> Carolina lost. I just see uh, Marcus is joining the chat here. Hey, Marcus, welcome. What's up, Marcus? Uh, yeah, Carolina went uh, winless on the road through two or through 14 games. Mm -hmm. It's hard to really get anywhere when you can't win on the road. Right. Yeah. Right. Like Like no matter how good your home game is, you're bound, bound to lose at home eventually. Exactly. (laughs) So in a wild fashion, right? Like they, like they got trounced. Yeah. Is that the right word? Sure. It's, it sounds aggressive. So, Let's go with yeah. <laughs> like they they got they got bent over and the ruler taken to their ass. Like <laughs> yeah, it was. I was enjoying watching it because for the East, I'm looking at the Rangers here, so I'm really liking the score for Game One right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, like and I mean also like the you know the injury to Ronta where he just he just stretched out weird. Trying to make a rebound save. Yeah. And right away, like I saw that and I'm like, I feel that one. I understand mm-hmm. that one. That one hurts. And it was like like from there you knew it was done, I feel like. So like not to say I, I don't remember how to say his last name or what his last name even is. Uh, but their third string. Mm-hmm. Um it was it's not even a slight on him, right? Like he he got a start in the first round against Boston, right? Like yeah. He's not a bad goalie by any means, mm-hmm. but you just knew that was going to be a, a a bad time, pretty much. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I really have no skin in the Tampa Bay Rain- and Rangers series. Like, I don't care if Tampa three peats; it, it would be cool. Um, I, I love the Rangers; they're they're one of my favorite teams 
out in the east whenever mm-hmm. they make a deep cup run and one of my other teams isn't in it uh i'm usually cheering for the rangers so yeah um i i i've always loved them i love the players on that team so i, I really wouldn't be mad if the rangers had a shot at the cup as well so yeah could go either way for me um but yeah it's there's there's going to be a good story coming out of the east anyways like oh yeah absolutely out of Shusterkin or the three peat yeah it's either you got yeah it's either you got the big apple in the stanley cup final for the first time since uh was that 2014 they lost to the kings in overtime um or uh or or tampa has a chance to three peat which hasn't been done since the islanders of the 80s mm-hmm. or 70s I forget. Or, yeah, I think the last one was what nineteen eighty. The last one, I think so. But, yeah, yeah, it was going into the eighties. Yeah. Either way, though, like there's there's a good storyline coming out of the East for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess there's really good. You can find good storylines in the West as well, right? It's either oh, Colorado yeah. finally gets to the finals that like everybody's mm-hmm. had them had them in for like the last five years, uh, or you get Connor McDavid looking to you know truly start a legacy in the NHL yeah I I just love that like for any Oilers related stuff like the headline is always Connor McDavid it's like Connor McDavid could do this Connor McDavid is going to be part of this (laughs) yeah it's not not the Edmonton Oilers nobody gives a no offense nobody gives a shit about the Edmonton Oilers it's all about Connor McDavid (laughs) exactly realistically yeah like as an Oilers fan like I cheer for the team, but I understand that everybody else is kind of just there for McDavid. Yeah, exactly. So, like, and no I one, feel like, yeah, no one like, gives a shit what Yessa Puliari is doing on every, any given night, or even Darnell Nurse. Like, as much yeah. as he's probably loved by Canadians or, yeah, you know, other people that have followed him. Like, no one gives a shit. Everyone's like, show me Connor McDavid. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, show me what ridiculous thing that is normal to Connor McDavid now, and we're somehow still showing it on highlights. But it's ridiculous for everybody else. Like, show me what Connor McDavid did tonight. Yeah, like, um, so yeah. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to say about the Rangers and the Hurricanes series? No, I got nothing else. Okay, you, well, you know what? Maybe the, maybe the Carolina Hurricanes will have more luck if uh, they stop wearing their alternates in playoffs. I know Jersey it means absolutely nothing, but 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 then again, every time they wore a white one this year, they couldn't win. So yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you you never know. Never know. Hockey gods work in mysterious ways. So that's very true. <laughs> and we'll, well, I think we'll get into that on the other side uh, of the break. But uh, before we do, uh, we got some words from DraftKings promo code THPN, and we'll see you in a couple minutes. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So, what are you waiting for? 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. Again, that's code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay, so Calgary Edmonton. Edmonton takes, Edmonton takes that series in five. Um, just Which I think is a lot a rock. quicker <laughs> oh, than absolutely. a lot of people thought. <laughs> yeah, everybody that I talked to had that go into six or seven games. Yeah. The only time I saw people predicting four games was like the you know the the online trolls that were like calgary in four or edmonton in four like yeah exactly. the other team has no chance they, they fucking suck so, anybody being realistic is like nah let's go on six or seven yeah and we were all wrong we were all wrong <laughs> yeah um and you know we, we kind of got everything like game one we had the high scoring blowout where people were like fuck yeah like this is just like the 80s it's perfect yeah um and then we got, you know, some tight games. We had controversy. We had tension between the, the players. Uh, didn't get a goalie fight. Actually, we didn't get any fights. No, we didn't. I was thinking about that the other day, and I was, like, kind of upset. I was like, you can't market a Battle of Alberta to me and not have a fight. Like, what the fuck is Gary Bettman doing? <laughs> he should be paying out of his own pocket for... I don't oh, know. Come on, he's not going to do that. Yeah, Cassian and Lucic, or if he's a smart man, Kane and Kachuk, just beating the piss out of each other. <laughs> just like sending them like each like a hundred grand and be like beat each other's face in hundred yeah. grand in it for you. No, but remember, I said at the start of the game five watch along, Gary Bettman of the NHL do not like fun. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. We've seen it time and time again. So yeah, and you know what would have been fun. A game, game six. six on a mm-hmm. Saturday night for the yeah. Battle of Alberta in the second it's, round of the NHL playoffs. A potential series-clinching game for Edmonton at home on a Saturday night. Yeah. Or the chance for a ultimate comeback in a series, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. that's that's massive on either side. That mm-hmm. that's, just a, that's just a fun night waiting to happen no matter what. Yeah. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying that as a, as, a, as a Flames fan myself, no, the Coleman goal did not cost Calgary the series. They did a, or they didn't do a bunch of other stuff that cost them the series. Mm-hmm. However, I would say that the Blake Coleman goal getting called back cost game six. For everybody, which I yeah. think is the is the unfortunate part here. Mm-hmm. It's so. it's hard to disagree with that. Like, because you were agreeing it, with me on the stream, if I'm if I'm remembering this correctly, that like yes. you thought that that should have been a goal as well. I I didn't think okay, I I didn't think that it should have been a goal, and you know what? I'm going to be biased no matter what. Like I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a guy with ten years or plus of refing experience, like. When it comes down to Edmonton and now Anaheim, the road co- rose-colored glasses are glued to my face. The con, <laughs> the rose-colored contacts are stuck 
on my eyeballs. <laughs> like there's no removing them. So, See, and that's why I'm here to be the the realistic person. Yeah, here, to be the objective person. Yeah, I, I do think generally I can look at things a little bit more objectively and be like, okay, like I, I can see the other side. But when it comes down to it, I'm going to side with my team. Yeah. Wh whoever that might be. Um, <laughs> Rose-colored LASIK surgery. <laughs> 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 so, so yes, I thought that I thought that it would have, I thought that it was going to be called a good goal, the Coleman goal. Mostly due to the lack of um, I guess evidence to to overturn the call, and and based off of what we've seen from other, uh, from what I've seen of of similar plays um, of potential kicking motions, they generally like unless it's the guy full on winds up and like you know soccer kicks it like top shelf, like it's yeah, it, it, they they generally don't really overturn those, and it's it it just wasn't one of those obvious ones really yeah in my opinion so i was surprised when they they did overturn it because i thought it was yeah i, I don't know if there was really a, like a good enough reason to i'm obviously happy yeah and, and <laughs> that, i, I got yeah. pulled back but yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I i think the fact that he's saying i tried to direct it in is bullshit that you don't you the only thing that I have to say, and then you can disagree with me because I know you will, is when if you're directing a puck in, it the puck doesn't gain momentum after hitting your skate. It hits your skate and then leaves your skate with the same amount of momentum, if not less. That's just basic physics. The yeah. only way it speeds up, which it did in that play, is if you kick it in by adding some sort of energy into the equation. That's... Miss White, if you're out there listening, thank you for teaching me that in, in grade 12 physics class so that I could present that point in a hopefully coherent way. Because the puck was just trickling along and then it, Coleman's skate makes contact with the puck, whether it's a deflection or a kick, whatever you want to believe, and then it hits the back of the net. If Coleman doesn't touch that puck, it's not hitting the back of the net ever. But, but it's he, crossing the line is what a lot of people yeah, think. Yeah, exactly. But it, that puck makes contact with the skate and then it hits the back of the net. So some energy was added into that equation, which the only way you do that is with a kick, not just a simple redirect. So that is what I am choosing to subscribe to. Um, the only other thing I will say is, and then I'll let you talk, sorry. <laughs> no, it's all, it's is, all good. Is... Um, and this is, again, totally hypothetical. If Coleman doesn't touch that puck at all, a lot of people are saying that doesn't go in. But if you watch the replay from behind, um, like facing everybody's back, looking into the net, um, you can see Nugent Hopkins is right there. And with the speed that the puck is going, it is entirely possible that Nugent Hopkins can pull that off the line. Again, totally hypothetical, but the... Basically, I'm just saying the argument that if Coleman doesn't touch the puck, that's a good goal. So the fact that he kicked it shouldn't matter anyways is a stupid argument. So I hope that that's not your argument because no, no, we'll no. because we'll, ne we'll we'll just never know. Yes, it might have gone in. Maybe Nugent Hopkins pulled it off the line. Maybe Mike Smith 
folds himself in half to cover the puck. Who knows? Yeah. No, that that's that's not my argument whatsoever. Okay, that's good. Uh, almost, I didn't think it was because you're yeah. more realistic than that. But Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, my thing here, though, is you you know me. I've been, well, not for hockey. I still study the book the same way as I have for the last 10 years I've officiated lacrosse. There's mm-hmm. a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, similar rules for hockey and, and box lacrosse. Um, and I, I, I make sure I understand the rules and that sort of thing, right? Like I, I am a student of the rule book. Rule 37.4 distinct kicking motion plays that involve a puck entering the net as a direct result of a quote distinct kicking motion shall be ruled no goal a quote distinct kicking motion for purposes of video review is one where the video makes clear that an attacking player has deliberately pelt the puck with a kick of his foot or skate and the puck subsequently enters the net now Okay, do you want me to continue reading this, or do you no, want go me ahead. to? Okay, yeah, if if you want, yeah, uh, sure. I'm, I've I've kind of said my thing. Yeah, sure. So if you you just go. Oh, excuse me. Uh, a goal cannot be scored on a play where an attacking player propels the puck with his skate into the net, even by means of a subsequent deflection off of another player, using a quote distinct kicking motion. So if oh, I'm excuse an, me, sorry, my, my if I'm under. That's okay. <laughs> if I'm understanding <laughs> that correctly, if say Coleman, you know, let's not even use Coleman. Let's say, um, let's say Andrew Mangiapane winds up and soccer kicks a puck, um, and it ends up hitting off of uh, Darnell Nurse's skate and going into the net. That would still be no goal because Mangiapane kicked it and then it deflected into the net off of somebody. Is that kind of what it's saying? Okay, now that's actually something a little bit different. I think be in that case, I think because it hits off of an opposing player, I think that actually does count. Okay, so if it was, I could uh, be wrong on that one, but that's okay. my understanding of how you know okay. every other goal works. Yeah. So <laughs> let's much. say so Manjapani kicks it; it goes in off of Elias Lindholm and into the net. Yeah. Then in that's in no that goal. case, I believe that's not an allowed goal. Okay. Is my understanding. Gotcha. At least. I just wanted to make sure. Because yeah. I, I fucking hate rule book jar- jargon, and I know a lot of people, <laughs> other people do too. So I'm all yeah. for like, what does this rule actually mean in like an example? But sorry, continue. Um. Okay, so a, just a little bit later, a puck that deflects into the net off an attacking player's skate, who does not use a quote distinct kicking motion, shall be ruled a goal. A puck that is directed into the net by an attacking player's skate shall also be ruled a goal as long as no, quote, distinct kicking motion is evident. Okay. I actually didn't know that that was in the rule book. I thought that the the redirection thing was more of just like an unwritten understanding of what's... What happens when it's not a distinct kicking motion? I didn't know that 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 was actually a official rule. So that's good to know. So my thing here is it it does explain it in the rule book here. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious how Toronto looks at a guy who is being hit 
and falling from another player of the opposing team making contact with him, followed by, similar to the Kadri incident in a way, right, getting hit by a defenseman into a goaltender who, at that point, he has no control of where he's going, right? Mm -hmm. He's got one skate barely on the ice. How that's made as a distinct kicking motion. In in my opinion, the rule book or it the the rule itself is not read correctly. I think that should have been a goal because in that case, I'm looking at a guy who is falling. Like I, BX's argument on the Sportsnet panel was like, you know, he's seeing that puck there. Mm-hmm. You're telling me in the literal half second that collision collision happens to get a skate on the puck right in like the maybe a quarter of a second that he sees that puck as he's falling and goes yo let me just tap this in right here in in that case that is some insane reflexes and that and Blake Coleman is superhuman I, I find that explanation a little hard to believe. Don't get me wrong. Kevin Bieksa played in the NHL and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he could pull that off, though. If he's saying that, you know, somebody can do that. Yeah. I, I want to I see, like, actual tests of this recreated. I want to see, like, simulations and that to see if this is actually humanly possible because I don't believe it is. The... I'm going to kind of jump ahead to the Makar goal that happened in game one for a second. Okay. Because the... Now, we haven't talked about that one yet, so that'll be interesting. Me, yeah, me and you haven't, yeah. And, and along with all of these other offside ones where the player directs the puck into the offensive zone, is able to kind of control the puck, but doesn't actually touch it on a delayed offside. And touches it as soon as the opposing player tags up like that is also like a a quick like split second tenth of a second quarter of a second decision yeah that you're able to make and i think that's just one example of players being able to do that so i think i i mean i i don't i i really don't know because i haven't played the game and, and i'm not like a high level athlete in any fashion so i like i i I don't know what you know professional athletes reflexes are like but like i i don't know i've seen people do some crazy shit in hockey and in other sports where it's like wow how did you react to that in that time and pull off this insane move so like oh yeah yeah Yeah, don't don't get me wrong i just think that this is even more insane than that I'm yeah. watching that and I'm seeing a guy get taken down essentially by two opposing players in half a second or less. Mm-hmm. I I just don't... And by the definition here, right, of a puck that deflects into the net off of an attacking player's skate who does not use a distinct kicking motion shall be ruled a goal. A puck that is directed into the net by an attacking player's skate shall also be ruled a goal as long as no distinct kicking motion is evident. Those two sentences right there, I think, should be all that's needed to not call that a goal, personally. So, and again, mm-hmm. the 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 goal being called back didn't cost Calgary the series. They fucked up a bunch of other places 
Yeah. Including in game five itself, right? They had what a two yeah, they had a two goal lead. They, they couldn't hold it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that you could say that cost them the series, right? Um, I, I've seen which I'm meh on Jacob Markstrom costing them the series. No, historically he's not great against the Edmonton Oilers, but the team in mm-hmm. front of him all kind of shut down too. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of other things that you could actually blame on the Flames losing the series. This is not one of them. My argument is that this cost the hockey world and in a way the NHL a lot of fucking money yeah. and cost everybody else at game six of mm-hmm. what was a really good series, right? Like, yes, it was a four to one series, but it was a good series, right? Yeah. Like, like people say tune in for the watch along because it was a good series, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't have to have stakes in this series to want to tune into it. It's yeah. Calgary and Edmonton. That, like, that's awesome, right? Like, especially when both teams are doing as well as they have been over the last couple of years here. Mm-hmm. I guess Calgary not last year, but you, you get what I mean, right? Yeah. There's a kind of couple-year lead-up where it's like, okay, we finally have the Battle of Alberta back. Mm-hmm. It's not just Calgary and Edmonton playoffs. playing each other. Yeah, yeah and exactly. <laughs> and it's the first playoff one in, what, 31 years. Yeah. Right, there's a lot of hype around this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Um, because we could d- debate this play like literally all night, um, and and we'll never see eye to eye on it. Um, I think we've both presented good, solid arguments. Um, yep. And I will say you're wrong, and you'll say I'm wrong, and then <laughs> um, we'll put the. <laughs> Um, I forget. I don't even know what it says. I look at it every time we do an episode. But what does it say? The the please stand by uh, for the the quiet report will begin shortly. We'll put that up. I'll drive to your house and then we'll just fist fight on camera <laughs> to determine <laughs> who wins. See now, it's, I'm it's not, like the old trial by combat. <laughs> see, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not even saying that the NHL is wrong. You're saying I'm that saying you're right. <laughs> no, I'm saying that the rule book is saying that both you and the NHL are wrong. Okay. Like I said, so. <laughs> we're never going to agree. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, either way, though, th- this was a hell of a series. It's oh, we're yeah, gonna it get w- with how both of these teams uh, are looking and how this is kind of just like the start of what will be a good few years for them. We're going to have another one. I would hope so. It, if not next year, we'll we'll have some in the next few years. Yeah, we are just now entering the next era of the Battle of Alberta in the playoffs. So yeah, it'll be good. I can't wait to uh, bring this I'm up. Excited. Like every single time, every single day <laughs> for for like the next year until these teams meet again. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Come on, you're better than that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was good for a couple days. I, actually, like all week, I just kind of yeah sent you a, a and I days, and I but, thank yeah. you for that and I thank you for that. So. Yeah. Uh, just in hopes that, you know, next time this comes around, if I'm on the other end, that you'll do the same. <laughs> oh, you know I will. You know I will. Yes. Um, but now I, I won't let you forget it. So <laughs> <laughs> now that I, I know you've accepted it. So, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, we got time for some round three talk here. Um, oh, yeah. Colorado Edmonton, the game that was uh, last night, Tuesday night, game one. We saw an 8 6 Colorado win, <laughs> 14 goals. Uh, that was like, I think it was like second most or tied for second most goals in a conference final game. Oh, geez. Like in NHL history. Like, damn. I didn't yeah. realize that actually. Yeah. Going back to like the 80s, there was a, there was a 15 goal 
Western Conference Final in, I think it was 85. So, damn. Yeah, it's wild. Um, and I mean, what else do you expect from two teams that are known for their offense? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, really. What, Nathan? Yeah, Nathan McKinnon, Gabe Landeskog, uh, Kale McCarr against uh, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and yeah, I guess starting this year, Vander Kane. Yeah. And then you had the... See, now, I was being asked this by... I think it was my grandma, actually, who asked me who I thought is coming out of this series. Mm-hmm. And it's... I feel like it's similar, actually, to the talk that we had for the Calgary-Edmonton series of the offense. Pretty comparable, I'd say. Yeah. And the, and defense, the offense will be there on any given Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> the defense... I give a slight edge to Colorado. Mm-hmm. The goaltending, though, is such a toss-up because the Edmonton Oilers do not know what Mike Smith they are getting from game to game. I don't know. I he's... still feel like that's still a factor, right? Like, yes, yeah. he's he's had a string of great games, right, in both series. Mm-hmm. But that could also just not happen whenever. Yeah. For, the, for this playoffs, it feels like it's just game one. We'll have to see if that yeah. trend continues, right? Of like, you know, Smith next game only allows one goal or something like that, right? But like... Mm-hmm. Historically, and by historically, you, I mean in the last no month. You have no idea what Smith is going to do on a given night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's think... kind of terrifying, actually. I feel like from both the Oilers' perspective and for this round, the Colorado Avalanche perspective, right? Because you could have a game like game one where you're like, yeah, let's just pepper the dude and we're going to have like a bunch go in. But you could also have, let's pepper the dude and nothing is getting by him for some mm. reason. Yeah. So. I, I think Mike Smith just hates game ones. Like game ones are like Mondays for hockey players, I think. <laughs> and Mike Smith is, is basically just Garfield the cat. Mike Smith hates Mondays. In other words, game ones. See, and now then, I feel like, it, I feel like he's game good. one and series clinchers should be your Fridays, right? Because mm-hmm. like game one, it's like you're, you're starting it. Game two, three, at least, right? Because you could have a team going up three nothing, obviously. Yeah, those are the ones where you're just like, okay, we got we got to get through these to to get to where we want to, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, like game one is that Friday night. You're like, it's it's go time. Let's go here. And same with the like whatever series clinching game you're getting into. Yeah. That's just yeah, my fair opinion, enough. But. Yeah. Um, or my feelings on it, I guess, yeah. like having played and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah it's, you've, you've played more, uh, <laughs> m- more like playoffs and sports than I have. So <laughs> um, I'll take your word for it. But um, yeah, Kemper is a, a question mark, I think, for game two. He left uh, with, quote, an upper body injury. Yeah, in I, the I honestly period. didn't see. I think I tuned in like halfway through the second. So what even happened there? I literally no idea. Okay. He was he was late coming out um for the second period and they they kind of delayed the game, but it looked like just an equipment issue because he was in the tunnel and just looked mm. like something was getting fixed. Um and then he just like pulled himself partway through the second period. He like skated to the bench and said something to Bednar and he was like, "Yep." And then Bednar like pointed to Franzos and that was Oh, it. interesting. So yeah, literally no idea. Huh. Um Ali says uh Eye injury flaring up potentially because he took a couple high shots like that were yeah, like that up in be. the shoulder and kind of mask area. So 
I, I honestly, I don't know what else it would be. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, actually, I missed this comment too. He said he pulled himself because the puck was getting blurry. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hear that. But um, I mean, the puck it, does get. The puck does get blurry when it's getting shot that fast at you, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but if he did just take a, a hit to the eye, then, like, uh, it's obviously, like, a weirder thing than usual. So, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It, we'll, we'll see, I guess. But, yeah, it, it's going to be another good series, I think. Oh, yeah, it will be. I'm, I'm excited to watch this one. So, I, mm-hmm. uh, I, I do have to cheer on the Colorado side, though. Oh, of I can't bring myself to cheer for Edmonton. Yeah, I know. This is but. honestly barring any like bullshit that happens. I've always kind of liked Colorado, and like whenever Edmonton plays them, like they're they're always just like a respectful team to play against. Like yeah. there's never any like chippiness or like dirty players. Like yeah, you like I guess Kadri is. I'll, I'll say Kadri plays on the edge. Let's say that. Um, yeah, that, that's 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 a fair way yeah. to, to say it. I think absolutely. But but even then, like you got to respect his game. Like, yeah, it's oh, shitty, yeah. but he still generally plays an honest game um, and isn't going out there trying to hurt people. Well, I I feel, and I feel like these playoffs as well, he's taken a step back from that edge as well, right? Like, he still plays yeah. hard and everything like that, mm-hmm. but it's not, you know, playing right on the edge and having to, go, having to go over it that has cost him suspensions, I believe, in the last three years. Yeah. Right. Like he, he's playing with an edge, but it's a responsible edge this time. Yeah, he's like finally found the line. So yeah. I have a lot of respect for Colorado. Honestly, if Colorado comes out of this series, I'll probably still cheer for them to win the cup. I, I yeah. do have, <laughs> I do have an alcohol bottle or or uh, a few bottles of alcohol on the line for Colorado. My dad <laughs> has a a playoff pool with some guys at work that I enter every year, and everyone oh. just bu- everyone just Ooh. buys like a twenty five dollar ish bottle of alcohol, yeah. and then. They just pick a Stanley Cup winner, and then whoever gets it just gets all the bottles. Or if multiple people get it, you just, you just split it. So, so now how many how many people are a part of this? I think twelve. That's a lot of booze. <laughs> yeah, I think there's twelve people, and some people put in um, like two picks, so two bottles. So there's probably like fifteen or sixteen, I would say. Oh, um, I think I think there was like four people that picked Colorado, though. But I mean four bottles of alcohol for the price of one like it's pretty damn cool. good <laughs> yeah exactly so so i mean i do have a little bit of <laughs> riding on that um for the for the finals if colorado goes into it but i mean i, I still just respect their game so yeah and mckinnon's so good mccarr is so good like they, they deserve a cup too, so there was a there's a clip from uh i don't know if you really watched it mr d um or yeah yeah, it's Mr. D, I think. Yeah. Uh, a Canadian show that had uh, Oz McKinnon, and I forget who the other player was in it. Um, was but it Crosby? Just, like, they both from Cole Harbor? No, it wasn't Crosby. No. Um, but uh, it was like, like Nathan, what do you want to do when you're, when you're done school? Well, I want to play in the NHL. And he's like, you know, not just everybody makes it to the NHL. And the other guy that's sitting beside him, uh, I, oh, I, I can't remember who it was, but he's just like, have you seen him play? And it's like, I've seen a lot of people play. Not everybody makes the NHL. <laughs> uh, I did just, and I'm pretty sure he, like, he was, like, it's, it's obviously a joke. Like, he's in the NHL already, I think, at that point. But, uh, yeah, just, I, I, I came across that clip and I was laughing at it. I, uh, I just looked it up and I, I did find the clip. So I'll, I'll watch it afterwards. But the other player is Cam Critchlow. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. 
I think a high end. He's a college guy for a bit. I, I do recognize the name at least. Yeah. Um, yeah, he played in um, Notre Dame. Um, oh, yeah. He played in, oh, that's actually a long time ago. Sorry. In the QMJHL, he played for uh, Acti Bathurst and um, the Halifax Mooseheads and Lewiston Maniacs. Uh, okay. In college, he played at the University of New Brunswick. And then ECHL was kind of the highest level, the Jacksonville Iceman. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I mean, but that's still more professional hockey than a lot of people have played. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, it doesn't look like he was drafted. At least it doesn't have, um, have it on elite prospects if he was. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, still, I mean, uh, if, still if elite prospects doesn't have it, he probably, he probably wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. We've, we've prolonged it long enough now. The, <laughs> the the Macar goal at the end of the first period um, was or was not offside. Do you want to start with this one? Uh, Mr. Uh, no, you know what? No, I actually, I actually, I want you to start with it. Okay, okay, because I, because I th- I feel like we all know your answer here. So I'll, I'll walk you through my thought process. Okay. When I saw the replay, I was like. Okay, obviously that's offside. Like <laughs> Nikushkin yeah. is in the zone, the puck is over, and Makar, you know, has brought it into the zone. So I was like, offside. Literally, everybody said offside. Like that's you know just like a casual fan and doesn't isn't like a video coach in the NHL yeah. or whatever. So I was when I tell you I was livid that they called that a goal. I was, dude, I was livid. Now more I that, or I was like, less than me on the Coleman goal. <laughs> like more. <laughs> like, I find like that hard more. to believe. I feel like we actually need the it was, tape on this. I, I mean, it, it was it was probably less, but it <laughs> it it felt raw in the moment. That's because funny. like, yeah, he said he said it, and I was like, okay, this is taking a while, but like whatever. And then he's like, it was determined that the player was onside. And my brain was like, yeah, obviously it's onside, and thinking like he said offside. And then he was like, so yeah. we have a good goal, and I was like, hell yeah, we do. And I was like, wait, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> I, wait, no, we don't. <laughs> I, did we watch the same play? <laughs> like, are we sure? Uh, and I think Jay Woodcroft, Oilers coach, kind of went through the same thing because he was just standing there and like listening. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, we have a good goal. And he was like, yeah. And he was like, what? <laughs> Bless you. I, it's upsetting when you mute yourself on here because I want to know like how big of a sneeze you're just like <laughs> letting fly. But Dude, I, you, then I, you live with I me for three years. You know how loud my sneezes are. <laughs> I know, but that's... I missed it. I missed it. <laughs> okay, you can come so, over later. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll just sprinkle pepper under my nose. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was livid for the whole intermission. And uh, then they, they kind of explained it and they found, um, like, you know, clips of that happening other times where it was called a good goal. Um, people posted them on Reddit as well. Uh, people posted, you know, excerpts from the rule book. And you know what? Bait, okay. Sorry, I shouldn't have brought up the rule book yet. I'm not quite ready to talk <laughs> about that. But based off of the precedent that they have set in other plays around the the league for the last few years, that should have been a good goal. Like, it was, it was consistent with everything else that they've called. Yeah. So... That's all I have to say is that okay. it was consistent. So I'm assuming we agree. We do. 
Okay. Actually, but you don't, know what? Don't at the done. same time. I'm not done. Okay. I, I just want to see what you would say. The the call <laughs> is right. The rule is fucking bullshit. Are you kidding me? Yes, we we agree. We, we agree do. on that. Actually, okay. Yes. So I, I I had to watch it a couple times as well, and I'm like, okay, yes, I can see that it's technically chipped in, right? Like same as if yeah. you were to dump it into the corner kind of thing. However, with how close that was, that still that still felt very controlled to me in the sense of like yeah. Makar has control of the puck. Yeah. Right? I I yes, I, I agree with the ruling. That is all correct. Mm-hmm. The idea of the ruling though is crap. Yeah. And in, for that reason, I don't think that should be be a goal in my mind that's offside yeah but but the writing lines up with the actual action itself so yeah like i, so I yeah i i get it but it's 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 weird yeah to me you, you use two words here that oh fuck i, I wish i had prepared a little bit more for this i should have known it was coming but <laughs> you, you said control and the rule book general when it t- comes to offsides talks about possession and those are two totally different things because i would say kale mccarr had control of the puck that's not okay sorry sorry my my use of like control the puck is possession yeah in this case sorry that's that's my yeah yeah me too it should be like that they're pretty similar words so control yes but by the definition of possession in the nhl rule book kale mccarr well i don't know I, I really don't know, actually, I, if he had possession or not. But the rule that I've seen is for delayed offsides, it's you either – or the big thing is attempting to gain possession. Technically – Can I stop you there for a second? Yeah, yeah, go for it. It wasn't a delayed offside. No, the ref didn't have his arm up for a delayed offside. But yeah. technically it was because Nikushkin was in the zone – or Nichushkin, Nichushkin. Yeah. Yeah. For, for like was a, in the zone, like a fraction the of a second, it's a delayed offside. Yeah. But yeah. So it wasn't called that, but yes, it was technically a delayed offside. Um, somebody posted the rule in a, a Discord that I'm in. So hopefully I can find it um, really quickly. Oh, yeah. It's, it's right here. Um, okay. I, I don't know what rule this is. It's, it's literally just the paragraph. But if during the course of the delayed offside, which there was, any member of the attacking team, Colorado, uh, touches the puck. Kale McCarr did not touch the puck, technically. Attempts to gain possession of a loose puck. Technically, he did not attempt to gain possession of the loose puck. He had possession yeah. of the loose puck. Forces the defending puck carrier further back into his zone, no. Uh, or who is about to make physical contact with the defending puck carrier, no. The linesman shall stop play for the offside violation. So... My understanding is that it's this weird loophole that, like, pretty much, whether you want to call it control or possession, like, technically, yeah, he didn't have possession, or that the fact that he had possession or not doesn't matter. It's attempting to gain possession, which is where, you know, say it's a, a dump in, and but there's a delayed offside. If Kale McCarr tries to enter the zone and retrieve that dumped in puck they'll blow that down because he's attempting to gain possession and then he doesn't touch the puck whether it's by 
um, it, it, whether it's intentional or not, right? Whether he said, okay, I know that my guy just over here is offside, so I'm going to chip it in, keep my stick right there and not touch it. I don't know. Cam McCarr's a skilled player. Maybe he thought that. He kind of alluded to that in his post-game uh, presser, but like... yeah. Well, and I think that brings up Ali's question here. Do you yeah. guys think McCarr did it on purpose or was it a 300 IQ level player just luck? I, I'm calling it luck. Yeah, I mean... In, in hindsight, you can go like, oh, yeah, I meant to do that, right? Yeah. Like, like I remember, for, for some reason, I just remember this from, like, peewee lacrosse that I had this beautiful pad stack save. Yeah. I could say I meant to do it. But in actuality, I slipped. <laughs> Genuinely, I slipped and I That's made awesome. a pass back save. <laughs> but, but, but I can look back and go, I meant to do that. I can say that to people. I meant to make that save. Yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 mean, I call it. I call it luck. Yeah, I, I think. But then again, Obi Wan Kenobi. There is no such thing as luck. Yeah, you, you can make the arguments on both. I feel like yeah, I think I think it just happened. That's kind of what I was just gonna say. Is like, I, I'm sure that coaches have taught Kale McCarr throughout his entire career. Once he got to a high enough level, obviously that if you're entering the zone and you're not sure if everybody's on side, just give the puck a little chip and don't quite touch it yet until you're confident. Like, yeah. don't don't dump it, but you, just you like tell that to push it a little now, bit. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So Fuck I think offsides. We don't need offsides anymore. Just chip it a little bit. Yeah, I, I think What's part of that is, <laughs> is just like kind of ingrained in his mind. Like he didn't know why he was doing it, but he yeah. he just kind of did it. So just it's habit. It, yeah, habit from Muscle memory, experience. Yeah. So which yeah. kind of alludes to what Ali's saying here: the three hundred IQ level play. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, the guy is hockey smart enough to to know that that's something you do. Um, but the fact that he then didn't touch it until Nachushka. Almost got it. Natrushkin got on side is luck. So you're right, I, I think. 100%, yeah. Nate, is that it, it's a little bit of both. Uh, I want to bring up this tweet from uh, our, our good buddy, Adam Banner. Nice. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I know it. Because <laughs> I know where he stands on this play. So I oh, yeah, 100%. Good. But, but like, I mean, like, it, I feel like he's going to be surprised when he listens to this. I know you're listening, Adam. Uh, that I agree. I feel mm. like he might be surprised, but then again, he also knows how I operate too, right? Yeah. You just agree with everybody so that everyone likes you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, his tweet here, though, justifying that fucking garbage call by saying, quote, he didn't have possession is akin to saying a player loses possession of the puck between every stick touch when stick handling. He's got a point. Yeah. Like, in, in an ideal world, the NHL in the offseason adds something into the rule book that you know states the distance the puck needs to be from your stick to consider it being lost possession. Yeah, but and then how are they going to measure that also? Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. That's the issue. So that's that's why it's my ideal scenario, but like in like Kale McCarr had control of that puck in every situation. If he was surrounded by five Oilers like on that play, if they attempted to get the puck from him, they would have to move his stick out of the way. Stick lift, chop, yeah. like take a slash at it or something. It's not like they could just pick up the puck and be like, this is mine now. Yeah, so exactly. 
by every this logic. This isn't an NHL 22. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, every logical part of my brain says Kale McCarr then had possession of the puck because people would have to work to get it off of him. They can't just pick yeah. it up like it's a dump and chase. So that that's kind of where I draw the line. It, it would be great if the NHL could add something like that into the rule book. Um, I, I feel like it's so hard to do, though, because it is a real life thing, right? Like I made the joke of like, it's not NHL 22. It, it's not a video game, right? Like you're always yeah. going to have these things that just like happen to skirt the wording and everything like that too, which like you could all to, to go back. You can make the argument for that on the Blake Coleman thing too. A hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Right? I think that's kind of the point I was trying to make earlier when we yeah, were talking about but, that. Yeah. Yeah. This is a case though, that I, I do actually agree with you though, that yes, the ruling is correct. However, I think the ruling is kind of bullshit in this case. So, but I, yeah. but I, at this point, it's it's all discretion. I feel like so, exactly, yeah. Um, also, I will say I don't think that that play cost the Oilers the game because a they allowed eight goals anyways. B and it was in the first period. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. B it was in the first period. C it was what like nine seconds or, or something. It was very soon after the Oilers scored their second goal to tie it going into the intermission. Yeah. See, all they had to do was not let Kale McCarr fucking walk <laughs> into the zone for 13 more seconds, and then the period was done. Yeah. D, they could have killed off the uh, delay of game penalty that they got from challenging that. Yeah. Like, that, there's five reasons. There's ways around it. Yeah. And that's directly for one game, that right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, and it's for game one. Like, we still have three to six more games that the Oilers have to you know, try and get back into a series. Yeah. Like, I, I don't blame it at all. I, I can say it's bullshit. It's the same as you with that Coleman thing. It's like, oh. Calgary probably wasn't going to win that series. Edmonton probably wasn't going to win that game. But we can still be mad about it. Exactly. So. Um, last thing I want to say about uh, this is I, I did find the official definition of possession. Uh, this was posted by user Tom Likes Guitar on r slash hockey. Um, and he... He, Do you have what used, the rule is? Because I still have the I still have the book up too. Yeah, sure. Uh, rule fifty six point one: possession of the puck. If uh, if you want to read it off, then we know it's actually uh, accurate, not just what some guy is on Reddit. Fifty six point one is interference. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Restrain interference. Restrain. Just, uh, just search for possession of the puck. Okay. Um, oh, this was from four years ago, so it's actually probably different. I, why, uh, why is this from four years ago? Why okay, here we go. Um, yeah. The, no, uh, wait, that's not what I'm looking for. Okay. Um, okay this oh, we, this is actually go. in regards to the... Fun um, fact. Fun fact for you. Possession yeah. of the puck has 39 instances in the 2022 NHL rulebook. The oh, term wow. offside is only nine times in the rulebook. Damn. Um, this is actually talking about the Taylor Hall goal. Um, I think it's... Um, yeah, just based off of reading this, it's it's basically the same play that happened four years ago that they're debating here. But... Um, yeah, damn, I wish I, uh, <laughs> I mean, just searching r slash hockey for possession is bound to crash my computer at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's sort by new. 
Oh, okay. Here. Um, I, I, I don't know if this is exactly what you're looking for. However, the definition of possession of the puck in regards to rule 56.1 of interference. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last player to touch the puck, other than the goalkeeper, shall be considered the player in possession. Yeah, that's exactly. The player deemed what this in possession. Okay, the player deemed in possession of the puck may be legally checked, provided the check is rendered immediately following his loss of possession. Yeah, I'm not that that part matters, but just that's the definition of possession of the puck in mm-hmm. regards in regards to Rule 56 of interference. Which this isn't what that is talking about, but yeah. You can call that the overall definition of possession of the puck. Yeah. So in that case, Makar had possession because he touched the puck just outside of the zone, right? Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, when it comes to the offside rule, um, a player actually controlling... Oh, no. This is that's not what I want. I, I mean, what this guy quoted, rule 83.1. However, a player actually controlling the puck who shall cross the line ahead of the puck shall not be considered offside, provided he had possession and control of the puck prior to the skates crossing the blue line. Control of the puck is defined as the means uh or sorry, control of the puck means the act of propelling the puck with the stick, hand, or feet. Um, if while it is being propelled, the puck is touched by another player or his equipment or hits the goal or goes free, the player shall no longer be considered to be in control of the puck. I mean, offside says nothing about control. It's all about possession anyways, but it just goes back to what we were talking about. It's when it comes to delayed offside, it's touching the puck and attempting to gain possession, not having possession. Yeah. Uh, Oh, okay. Here, this, this actually works. This is actually the umbrella thing. I hope this isn't what you just read. I don't, I don't think it is. (laughs) Okay. But this is from the glossary of terms from the 2022 NHL rulebook. Okay. Uh, which falls for, uh, man, this is a long list, but just bear with me here. Uh, rule 8, 9, 13, 15, 25, 26, 54, 56, 57, 63, 68, 70, 71, 80, 81, and 83. Okay. Those mean absolutely nothing, but like I said, it's the it, this <laughs> is the umbrella term. You, you did say you did say fifty six and eighty three, which we just determined was interference fifty six and eighty three. Yeah. I know is offside because I've read okay. it about fourteen times in the last twenty four hours. <laughs> the last player to physically touch the puck with his stick or body shall be considered in possession of the puck. We read that part earlier in regards to interference. Yeah. Note one: a player can have possession of the puck without control, but he cannot have control of the puck without possession. Yes, that is what I was looking for on on Reddit. Yes, thank you. Um, so yeah, he. So what? If you have possession, you have control. If you have control, you don't necessarily have possession, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a weird gray area, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, by the words that are written on this page, it was the right call. The words yep. are just bullshit, which is exactly how I open yep. this conversation. About and I and I agree ago, with so it. It should be, ago. you have control, you have possession, done. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So because there's there's not too many sports like you could like I feel like the only other comparable would be something like soccer, right? Mm-hmm. But it's either the player doesn't have control of the ball, or they do. Yeah. So, same kind of thing, but 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people, are, a lot of Flames fans, I should say, are saying that that call was, you know, just a little bit of karma for the Coleman call. So, oh, I agree. I agree with that part. Don't yeah. get me wrong. <laughs> Whatever helps you guys sleep at night. Sure. <laughs> well, We'll say it's even. I, I, I agree it's karma, but I also agree it's bullshit at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, okay. We, we didn't talk about the New York Tampa series. Um, I saw Allie put the uh, final score of six to yes. two in there for the Rangers. So, and uh, fun fact for you Igor Shesterkin has seven straight home wins now and is tied fourth, third with. I, I lost the tweet here. Actually, you know what? Let me. Let me pull it back up here because the NHL put out a tweet in regards to where he is on the, on the record now Mm. for that. For, for home wins. Yes. Uh, Here it is. So the longest home win streak in the postseason since 1998, Igor Shesterkin is tied for third with, and this, there's, there could be more names than this, but this is just what it's showing. Mm-hmm. Corey Crawford of Chicago in 2014. Tuka Rask of Boston in 2013. J.S. Shiger of Anaheim in 2003. Patrick Waugh of Colorado in 2000. And Dominic Hasek of Buffalo in 99. Mm. The only people ahead of him are with eight. Martin Broder of New Jersey in 2003. Chris Osgood of Detroit in 2009. And Jonathan Quick of the Kings in 2013. And then there's only one guy ahead of them, all with nine. Is it Mark Andre Fleury? That's your boy, Mark Andre Fleury, figured, 2008 yeah. with the Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> yeah, that, that's about the only one that I, I could think of. I was yeah. like, it's it's probably one of those Fleury records. He's basically yeah. the Gretzky of goalies. Like he just holds like all these insane records that like aren't like n- maybe as untouchable they aren't the as Gretzky's main ones, records. But yeah, they aren't the main ones. But he's got like a bunch of like the like obscure ones. Pretty yeah, much. yeah. Uh, so, Alex, yeah, I love like, that Anaheim is on that list. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. But, um, uh, yeah, Shesterkin with the next with game two uh, could tie for second with Broder, yeah. Osgood, and Quick. That's insane. The fact that the Rangers have home ice advantage in the conference finals against Tampa Bay like confuses me. Like, bless you. You okay? <laughs> Got another one coming. Unmute. I want to hear this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> use your sleeve. You disgusting freak. I'm just making sure I don't have a snot rocket. Oh, no, I, I think you're good. <laughs> okay. Here, let me check for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah, it, it blows my mind that the Rangers finished higher in the standings this year than Tampa Bay. Like it, it just like seems weird to me. I feel like it's that thing though, that like Stamkos was talking about at the start of the season of, we just know we have to get there at this point. doesn't matter where we are in the standings. As long yeah. as we get there, we have a chance. Yeah, I know. I, I just still think that Tampa Bay should be like, should just always oh, they, have yeah, they, should, they should be the top. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess they didn't have home ice advantage in round one. They did. didn't have it. for No, no, they didn't have it for, yeah, they've been the awaits. They've they've Damn. not had home ice the entire playoffs. Wow. So yeah, and yeah, I guess depending on um, who comes out of the West, they could not have it for the finals too, because Colorado finished ahead of them. 
Colorado was yeah. like third in the league or something. I think Colorado's the only Yeah, I don't yeah, Tampa was ahead of Edmonton. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I didn't watch this game. I, I know you said you had it on for a bit, so I don't know if there's anything specific you want to talk about with this one. Or... Not overly, just that Vasilevsky surprisingly looked kind of meh, and Shesterkin looked great, as, you know, mostly usual. Yeah. Um, Ali had a comment here that um, I, I thought it would be a much lower final score. Yeah, I think a lot of people did, like mm. 6-2 in a conference final of for two teams that have been pretty solid defensively like the last two rounds. With, with arguably two of the best goalies in the season. The, the two best goalies left in the playoffs without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. So the, the West, this, this is the one time where everything's kind of flipped around, right? The mm. West is all about offense and skill. The East is all about the goaltending and defense. And let's yeah. try to wear each other down. What the fuck has happened? Yeah, it's the weirdest year for that. You're right. Yeah. Um I uh I do want to watch more uh, Rangers and, and Bolts games this I'll uh, definitely be sitting this year for though. Those so games, yeah. Yeah. Um just obviously tonight was a recording night. I mean the game started at what like 6 our time so we and yeah. we we go on at 8 our time. So there's really no excuse. Or maybe I got, I, got ho- I got home from work and like threw on the game pretty much right away. Actually no, sorry. I didn't throw on the game right away. I watched episode 3 of Kenobi. Oh yeah. And holy shit. No spoilers. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying anything more. But just, yeah. Holy shit! My heart was racing. I can't wait for next week. It was so much fun. Nice. I, uh, yeah. At this point, I'm just gonna wait until it's, uh, it's. Out. Yeah, that's right. It's only three totally. more weeks already. So yeah, I, I, I just want to throw this out there though. Um, if anybody that's listening has been watching the new season of Stranger Things, please slide into my DMs. I got all the time in the world <laughs> for that. I'm not quite done it yet. I, I have two more episodes left. Um, of oh yeah, because they just put that all out at once, right? Um, normally they put they put seven episodes out so far, and then the last oh, okay. two episodes are coming out um, on July fourth. Okay, so I, I, yeah, they're kind of breaking the season up into like here's most of it, and then here's like a finale. But I've got all the time in the world to talk about that. Not on here <laughs> though, obviously. Um, so please hit me up. Uh, I would love to talk about that because it's crazy. So. Uh, you can probably message uh, Shane. Oh, he loves that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah. he was, he was reading about it earlier today. So and uh, yeah, yesterday he he finished the season or okay. so far. So Shane, if you're listening, hit me up. And uh, if you're not, I'll <laughs> hit you up uh, once I finish both episodes, probably tonight. <laughs> so, there you go. Um. So yeah. Uh. Okay. We've got uh. What's quacking here? You've got uh. Looks like a TikTok. Works. Yeah. Um. Let's uh let's do it. I thought oh, we were getting to a promo break, so I wasn't quite prepared. But oh, here no. we go. You're hundred <laughs> percent just <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um I don't know what I was trying to Excuse say me. there. Um I, I realized for the, the people not watching the podcast, if you wanna DM me about Stranger Things at Carter underscore pots P R T T S underscore ninety seven on Twitter. So just wanted to say that. If you're watching it's it, it's it's right, right there. there. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Nate, let's let's do it again. So I came across this TikTok from at Austin Alexander, uh, which perfectly sums up, uh, you know, the kid the kid that's definitely not going to make the team. Uh, 
it kind of gives me Letterkenny vibes, which shout out to the Shamrocks here, by the way. Um, but uh, it, man, as a coach, I feel like some coaches just want to say this. Some coaches definitely do say this. And uh, let's put it this way. Parents don't typically act like this, but it'd be hilarious if they did as well. Hey, coach, coach, can I get a minute of your time here? You got 30 seconds. Uh, it's about my boy, Dominic Bertucci. The boys call him in the room, I think, shit for brains or uh, two IQ. All right. <laughs> What's the name again? Dominic Bertucci. Okay. We put him in a blue penny? See, you didn't even give him a penny. Hmm. I just want to know what's going on with it. Yeah, can I be honest with you? Yeah, man to man. I think he's fat. He's slow. Fat and slow. He's got the hockey IQ of a walnut. He's got feet for hands. He gets that from his mother. Throwing muffins up the middle, absolute sueys to his teammates. They called the muffin. Softer than two ply in the corners. I've never seen anything like two it. It's like a marshmallow out there. <laughs> he's got four points in the last three years. Two of them are empty netters. One was rifled off his head. I didn't know that. He's got the agility of a canoe. He looks absolutely invisible out there. 300 penalty minutes in 20 games, and the boys hate him. Is he trying out for any other teams? We're looking at the Terriers and the North Stars as well there. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Go there. Don't yeah. even bother having them come in. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Thanks okay. for your time. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> no, stay in the car, buddy. Yeah, pack your shit back up. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite line from that, he's got the agility of a canoe. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Uh, which, I, which, by the way, 300 penalty minutes in uh, in in 20 games. That's an average of exactly 15 minutes per game. Damn, <laughs> that's impressive, to be honest. Yeah, the, the, you know that the coach is just telling that kid, like, "Hey, just go like slash that guy, so he doesn't have to play him for two <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. minutes." <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, he's got. He's got feet for hands. Yeah, he gets that from his mom. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Just the, the, the subtle little, yeah, he gets that from his mom. That's yeah. like, as the guy's still talking, it's, it's good. <laughs> He's throwing like muffin sueys up the middle. Yeah, seat last you called him the muffin man. <laughs> Dude, I haven't watched it yet. But uh, shout out to uh, fellow network host, I guess, Terry Ryan. And uh, his, his debut. View on, uh, or I guess the debut in general of uh, the Letterkenny offshoot, uh, Shorzy. I can't wait mm. to dive into that. I just haven't gotten a chance to yet, but uh, the, the clips I've seen are fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just going to be a meme factory. Hey, oh, a hundred percent. Like, so, like a lot of the clips that I've seen so far is like Shorzy as a ref, and I'm like. Man, I gotta I gotta remember some of these actually. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I'm at the, I'm at the point that I'm getting a lot more junior games, and I like I, I don't normally say to do it or that kind of thing. There's the occasional time though that I'll chirp back at a player if he's really chirping hard. <laughs> yeah, where you can yeah, just to like shut him up for a few minutes and get him yeah. off your back and, and and get him to quiet down. The, exactly. The quote, the quote game management. <laughs> exactly. My my favorite is when they keep chirping like after they get the penalty and whatnot, and I I'll just go and ask them like, hey, do you want an extra two? I'll go no. I'm so like, all right, then shut the hell up and you, you sit in the box here, and I'll go do my job. <laughs> yeah. I did tell one coach actually this week and quit telling me how to do my job, and I won't tell you how to do yours as the team was losing. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
I love Nate uh, at his I don't give a shit anymore. Point. Oh, like, 100%. So What, what and, are they going to do, fire me? Yeah, no way. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest thing this weekend was parents, actually. Oh, of course. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just if, if there's any parents here of, you know, kids playing sports or that, and you're berating a referee, especially the ones that are really young. I, I, I saw that this weekend, unfortunately. We had two brand new refs doing a novice game, 9 and 10-year-olds. And like they're just you can tell these kids are learning. They with with how supply stuff has been, these actually don't even have like official jerseys yet. Like mm-hmm. for like ref jerseys. And you got parents chirping out and whatnot. Like it was almost like it was almost a good thing actually that I was mentoring that game. Uh because I yelled across the rink. Like it was dead silent. I yelled across the rink, like enough from the crowd. Like like that that's the reason across every sport, not just hockey, but like not not just lacrosse, but you know, soccer. Uh I was even hearing stories from like a coworker of them doing like high like junior high volleyball and stuff like that. Like that, that's yeah. how you lose referees. The only reason your kid gets to play a sport is not because you put the money in or anything like that. It's because you get referees coming out. And like, for example, like we're we're about a month into the season now. These two kids are the only two that I've seen that are younger than myself officiating this year. I'm 25. That's not a good thing, you guys. That's not yeah. a good thing. So like, just you got to remember that the refs are human as well, right? Mm-hmm. Refs, and you know what? <laughs> Excuse me. Like I've, I've said some things about the refs this year as well, right? But, you know, that's that's a little bit different. I, I feel like to, to a point... Right, because they're yeah. they're supposed to be professionals, right? Like they yeah. are the best of the best, is what they're supposed to be, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you got like fourteen year old kids doing like your nine and ten year old kids game, like just just be quiet, cheer for your kid, or stay out of the rink. So yeah, but well said, very well said. Thank you. Yeah, if uh, anyone wants to bash you for being a ref and <laughs> tell you that your glasses aren't working and you should sue your optometrist, then uh, where can they do that at? <laughs> uh, I, I had actually done a Q&A uh, a couple weeks ago. I was like, I'm, I've been a ref for 10 years. Ask me anything kind of thing. I got some great questions in there, by the way. Uh, but if you want to, if you want to, you know, continue that Q&A or yeah, you want to bash me for whatever call I made uh, this weekend that uh, you probably didn't like, especially if you're from the, from the Calgary area. Uh, you can you can send that to me on Twitter at Tate Nomas T A T E N H O M A S. The DMs are open. <laughs> <laughs> nice and uh, yeah, myself once again at Carter underscore Potts P O T T S underscore ninety seven. The show at Quack Report Pod Twitter, uh, Twitch, Instagram, and TikTok. I realized it's in the top left corner of everything that we're on, <laughs> so I can just look up there. And uh, YouTube, the Quack Report. We'll see you uh, next time.